up guys, it's your man Man Rich, aka Man of Steel, aka Mr. Seize the Moment, Carpe Diem. Uh, it's just a quick one. Um, it's funny because I was just checking, you know, my traffic and it's funny how different topics get more um, listeners than other topics and um, I'm just going to take a moment to say what I talk like I'm talking from a place of reality, um, authenticity. I'm talking from within, from my heart, from experiences. So, you know, I don't, I don't just talk for the sake of talking, and I definitely don't talk for um, popularity. You know, but I like to share where I'm coming from with other people because I feel like at least one or two people out there probably going through the same thing or probably been through the same thing and didn't know how to answer their situation and then something I said might have, you know, given them the answer they were looking for. So to all you people out there who do take time, for all you 12 listeners, for all you 5 listeners, for you 3 listeners, for you 72 listeners, I just want to say thanks because... It takes a lot for people to come out there and just reveal bits of themselves out to people who they don't even know. You know, it takes a lot to just come up here and just bear it all. You know, some people talk about some cool topics. Some people talk about sensitive stuff. Some people talk about themselves in a, in a light that even their friends have no idea. So I just want to say thanks to all you people out there who take time. I know who you guys are. And I want to say I appreciate you. Anyway, without further ado, let's get to it, shall we? Every dream in my head It's like a mountain that I just keep climbing When I get to the edge I turn around and put that dream behind me And it never feels the way I want But I keep on trying I just keep on trying Yo, what up man, this is Rich Rich, aka The Man of Still, welcome back to my life, my life, one rep, one step at a time, well, what are we waiting for, let's get to it shall we? So normally I throw in some music, you know, just to spice things, just to, you know, mellow things up. But I thought I'm just going to jump straight into it. I throw my music in, you know, towards the end. So um, it's been a crazy week, emotionally, mentally, it's been crazy. Um, a lot of a lot of things have been coming into my head, a lot of ideas, a lot of thoughts, um, a lot of, you know, mental images have been coming into my head that I've not thought about in a long time and um, 
the universe has been really crazy because it's been talking to me in music, in playlists and stuff. So I got told um, a few days uh, last last week that um, my spirit guide was trying to talk to me, but I was ignoring all the signs. You know, it was talking to me through quotes on social media, talking to me through music. And here's me thinking I was just skipping tracks because it was boring me because it was on shuffle, not knowing that these tracks were were you know coming to me for a particular reason so this week and i decided to pay attention because i realized when i didn't pay attention i got these chronic headaches so when i did pay attention the headaches eased off some of you will call it coincidence some of you might call it mumbo jumbo people who understand they'll say um yeah i know exactly what you mean so a lot of thoughts has been coming into my head and you know um, when i was walking home from work um Tuesday um, this particular segment came on and um, that I was listening to and um, it triggered the reason for today's podcast it triggered it so um, I said to myself do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this I'm gonna talk about this because it's important and it's really helped me and I just I wanted to share it but um I didn't want to rush it, so I didn't want to have this conversation on the way home from work because there would be a lot of outside interference. And I didn't want to have this conversation, I didn't want to rush the conversation at home. But it, it seemed like everything I was doing was like there was always an, obstru- an obstruction here, an obstruction there. So um, I wasn't able to, um, I wasn't able to talk about it. But then this thought in my mind said, wait till Friday. Friday before you do anything else let's get it cracking so um believe it or not Friday here and nothing got in the way you know it went too late I didn't get caught up in a conversation with somebody so here we are so what am I rambling on about okay so we're going to talk about the process and how the process has saved, literally saved my life. Um, It might sound extreme, or some of you might get it, some of you won't get it. I hope by the end of this conversation, you kind of do get it, and um, you can relate to it, or identify with it, or identify it in your own life. So anyway, what do I mean when I say the process saved my life? Um, where do I start I mean I've always grown up I mean I grew up in a typical household and um, you know mum and dad and everything siblings I'm the eldest out of six Um, so been the firstborn and I've always like I've, I think I've mentioned this before I was always told I wasn't the smartest or I was slow or you know you're not that bright and you know um, my biggest my biggest flaw was fear and quitting really easy like I, like I quit like if, if it's something it's not even about if it's not going the way that I want it I quit like I get scared and if I feel like it might go sideways, I quit. Like, I just back out. 
if I just I just I just pull out very very easy I just walk away like you know call it being a coward whatever you want to call it that that was me you know I, I was always afraid I, I don't like confrontation um I was just always nervous and always just apprehensive about my own ability to get anywhere. Like, as soon as something just went sideways, I'd get scared, I'd pull out, I'd back away, you know, I'd run a mile. And it seemed like every aspect of my life, every corner, there was always something that would challenge me to a point. And I'd just get scared and just, or I'd just get, I'd talk myself out of it and just give up, you know? And, um... This was like a re- reoccurring pattern for me growing up all the way through. You know, I'd start something, I won't finish it. 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 You know, I'd get good at it to a point. It got a bit difficult, it got a bit hard, and I'd walk away. You know? And um, I think the only thing that I managed to do, I mean, I got through university, you know, I forced myself to do it because I had to prove a point. So I forced myself to do it. Um, I. I got a job, you know, I managed to hold a job down. And then um, on top of that, I got married, you know, and I managed to stay in that relationship for a while. I mean, I was with her longer than I was married to her, but I managed to, you know, I managed to get into, stay in that. So, um, and then I became a dad. And, you know, I didn't, it's not like I limited, eliminated the whole giving up thing and the whole running away thing. Um, it, it was always there. So when my marriage ended, some people thought I just quit and I gave up and I ran away. Just like, well, you know, my ex-wife said, you just quit, you just run. And, you know, I, I was in that relationship with her for about 12, 12 13 years including marriage so um, it was the only thing that I managed to stick with you know so when it got to a point where things weren't going well and it just wasn't it was just unhealthy that I didn't run away and made a decision for the betterment of both her and my mental health and physical health to just stop it right there and end the relationship I didn't end being a father I didn't end being a friend I just ended being the husband and wife situation because when it's not unhealthy, when it's unhealthy, you don't stick. You don't stick in it. You know, you're not standing fire. You know, you're burning. You're getting, you're getting some serious burns. You don't just stand there because it's warm. It's just not good for you, so you leave. So, um, you know, I left. Well, we split up, and in that period. So in those six years, from that period to now, the process happened. Now, for those of you who do know, for those of you who don't know, um, I was working a, a decent job at the time. You know, it wasn't fantastic, but I was earning a considerable a considerable amount of money, and. But I was working some crazy shifts, which led me to not be able to spend time with my children properly, properly you know. So I took a pay cut so I could work a nine to five. And at that point, everything started to go downhill. I'm talking about, you know, 
not being successful in that job, um, having to move to a having to move from one house share to another house share last minute, not having anywhere stable to be, not having a stable source of income for three years, three to four years, I was in and out of work. Bearing in mind, I had never lost a job in my life. And when in the three to four years, I was in and out of work. And even though I was getting into a new job, I was going down in salary. I went from 20, 20 plus thousand down to 12,000 pounds a year. Now, for some people, it's not a big deal. But when you're trying to be a, 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 you're trying to be a role model to your, to your kids, well, you think you're being a role model by earning a considerable amount. You know, you're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to eat trying to not be a bum you're trying to deal with an ex who's not trying to hear it um you know your friends are not quite sure what's going on with you they don't understand and you, you know you're trying to live a normal life because i was trying i was trying to train i was doing a lot of things like i threw i tell the story to a lot of people like i threw myself into the gym and i was in the gym seven days a week for six months straight six seven months straight i was in the gym totally um seven days a week twice a day like the, the receptionist is the one who had to tell me that, yo, you know, you hit it all the time, like you need a life. <laughs> Why don't you get a girlfriend or something? You know, and I tried dating, I did all different, tried all different things, but it wasn't happening. I was just in a constant state of depression and frustration and anger. Like I was always angry. I may not have showed it, on, I may not have lashed out at people, but I was angry, I was mad with myself because hold on a minute, I walk out, you know, this marriage is not working, the, the smart thing to do is to stop, and I was a religious person, you know, I, I, I turned my back on God, you know, I was like, why is all this bad stuff happening to me, and meanwhile, she over there is having a great time, you know, like, she was the opposite, it was like a reverse Richard, because she was getting all the good stuff, and I was like, in shit, so, you know, I was in a constant state of depression and darkness and everything. And I tried a lot to get out of there, but it wasn't happening, you know. And um, there was just a period when I just stopped and I didn't want to do anything. And then um, this little voice in the back of my mind, in the sound of my daughter and my son's voices just kept on telling me, Dad, you know, keep, keep, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. You know, one day it'll get better. One day will get better, one day will get better. And you know, some periods it got good, some periods it didn't, you know, and I just I just kept my head down and I just I just had to keep going. Like my mentality was as long as I can get to the gym, as long as I can afford to get to the gym, as long as I can afford to a bag of oats, a bag of rice, um, and eggs, I'll be fine. That was my mentality. As long as I can afford those things, I'll be fine. You know, just keep going, just keep going. Suffer could turn around, suffer could turn around, suffer could turn around, suffer could turn around, you know? And as time got on, I got a, I got a decent job. As time got on, you know, I, I moved into a house. You know, there was a period when I had to go back to my ex's house and sleep on the sofa. I sleep on the sofa in my ex's house while her and her partner were in the house too. So I, I then became the other man in my own former house, you know? Dating, forget about it. Um, Socialising, forget about it. Um... Smiling, forget about it. It just wasn't happening, you know. And then I found the secret. I listened to it. Took a while for it to click. Uh, I found my Robin's Five Second Rule. Took a while for it to click. Um, Eric Thomas, uh, T.D. Jakes, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Alan Watts, 
um, these people listened to on a regular basis. It took a while to click, like I tattooed mantras on my body. It took a while to click. But, you know, it's almost like hypnosis. When you keep listening to it over and over, at some point something will stick. And then bits of it and bits of it and bits of it will stick. And, you know, I just slowly picked myself up and just kept on being in a constant state of of routine. Like, even if all the other good stuff wasn't happening, bag of rice, bag of oats, eggs, get to the gym. Those three. Then when my kids, then when I got this place things started to go up a bit things started to move up I got a decent job I had a place now where I wasn't in a house share it took a while for my kids to be able to come over because it wasn't ready it's still not ready now but it's a lot better than it was before then I lost my job and then I lost my spirit just gonna pause it right there So, um, so before I uh, lost my job, I met somebody and it was going okay. It was, you know, first time I let somebody into my heart, and then um, I lost my job. And when I lost my job, believe it or not, I fell, fell down, fell down big time. Could you start panicking, don't you? Um, I just got a puppy and everything, thinking life is on the way up. And um, I, I just, I fell through, I fell. My rent, couldn't afford my rent. So, you know, the person I met helped me out with the rent and everything for a period and it makes you feel like shit, doesn't it? When, when something, you, when you can't even afford your rent, you know, when you can't even afford food. And um, I was just like, what am I gonna do? And I just fell into a deep depression. And this is where the process really helped because I had to get my way back up. Because at the end of the day, I'm two months behind on rent, 550 pound a month for rent. Got no food in the house. You know, I got to feed my dog at least. It's going to be irresponsible of me. My kids are going to need to eat. Like, they don't need to see me weak. So I had to think, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then I broke up with this person I was seeing. And obviously I have to pay them back. And I'm thinking, about how am I going to do all this? You know, you get overwhelmed. So I had to close my eyes and I had to think, what did you do? So I started playing my motivational stuff again. And doing my gratitude, I had nothing to buy. <laughs> nothing. Only had the air in my lungs. And the clothes on my back. But I, I was just grateful for it. And I had to just say thank thank you. And I just had to say thank you for things before I had it, you know? I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. And then I, I had to remember the routine, as long as I can get to the gym. As long as I can do this, as long as I can do that. So if I couldn't get to the gym, I, I, you know, I was very fortunate. I had some awesome people who lent me their pin to get into, you know, pure gyms. So I'd still get to train. So, you know, routine was there. I, had, I, had, I still had some oats left, because oats never run out, do they? Um, and you know just I stuck with the routine this was my process as long as you can do these few things there's still hope you know dig deep what do you want what do you really really want so I did I went interview after interview rejected sorry 
sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, left for a centre. I felt sorry. Like, um, I found a job just when I thought it was going okay, a few months beforehand, fell through. I met somebody just when I thought it was going through, through, going through well, out of nowhere, dropped me. This happened to be a thing. It was a thing, a reoccurring thing. Until I got my life, the job I got before the one I'm in now. And it's funny how the world works, right? Because I've told you the story about this job, I'm pretty sure. Got interviewed for it once, they rejected me. They found me the second time. They came looking for me and then they hired me, you know? And that was a jump because my last job I was in, I was on 15,000. Then I got to 18,000, which was just as long as I worked and sociable hours, but it was temporary. So then the next job I got afterwards, a big drop down again to 15K. So when I got this last job, it threw me straight up to 19. Now, when you've not had a lot and you could just about afford to buy cereal for your kids and then you get an opportunity like that in your hand, you start looking at the world a lot differently, you know? And um, I wasn't able to buy a little bit more stuff, you know? And I was able to do little things. You know, the funny thing is, in the middle, I was teaching myself minor little funny things like how to bake, teaching myself how to cook specific foods. I was almost like I was grooming myself for the woman of my dreams for when she comes, you know? Um, and also trying to be an amazing, an awesome dad because their mom could take them everywhere and I couldn't do that. But what I could do was take them to the park, take them on walks and cook stuff that they never had before, you know? Um, and I was just building myself. <laughs> Let me tell you though, in the space of six years, um, on my journey of rebuilding, I managed to become somewhat of a motivational speaker. I managed to retune my thinking. I managed to start to open up and embrace my vulnerability, um, accepted who I was, found my path of spirit, spirituality. I ran the Yorkshire Marathon twice. I did the stage one Tour de France for cancer. Got to row with the B Sky B team as well. If you're into cycling, Tour de France. I boxed, I won all my fights. And at the same time, I managed to get into the best shape ever. And I remember my boy, one of my boys telling me, what you did in this short space of time you've not even done before you got to, um, in the amount of time you've been alive. Or because I just threw cautions and I thought, fuck it, let's just do it. So I changed my mentality from being a critter to, you know what, give it a try. Um, in that time, my two babies, yes, me and their mum look after them together, but my two babies have grown mentally in such a way that I can never be proud of. My dog is still alive and she's growing smarter and, you know, more gorgeous. Yeah, I've been on dates. Yeah, I've been hurt, but I don't take it as bad. I've been dicked around a lot and um, I don't take it as bad. Um, I remember pointing to a few ornaments in my house. It took me six years to get it, but I managed to start to make this house look like a home. And then fortunately, I started a new job recently, which is even more, which is more than what I was earning before. I've received countless amounts of messages of being called the most motivational and the most inspirational person, um, which is always heartwarming. And I've met some very, very awesome people. I've met some of my fitness, 
Um, I don't want to say idols because you shouldn't worship anybody, but I've met some of the people that I've looked up to in the fitness industry. You know, that's because they're all famous. I've met all of them. I've spoken to them. I've had conversations. I no longer suffer from depression or anxiety. No longer suffer from it. Um, there was a time when I wanted to kill myself. Now, like I can talk to other people and not have the energy pull me down. What was the process? The process was simple. As long as I can do three simple things every single day, then everything else and anything else is possible. As long as I can do my three things, and I, I still do it till now, I have a bag of rice in the kitchen, I always have eggs, and I'm always at the gym. Like, if I only got two quid to my name, I know eggs are 15 eggs are £1.89 or £1.79 or £1.69, I'll get them. And my bag of rice has been with me there for a good few months because it doesn't run out, you know, it's a big bag of rice. So, and I have my oats. And I make sure I hit the gym. So I make sure no matter how bad things come, those things that I have and I can do, I make sure I can do it. The day when I can't do either one of those things, then I know I have a problem. And I need to address it by making sure I can get back into my routine of one of those three things. And it saved my life because if I didn't have any, if I didn't have a process and if I didn't trust the process to keep my head down, because think about it, going to the gym means keep going, keep chipping, keep banging on what you're trying to do and you'll get there because in the gym you're trying to, you're trying to achieve a physical goal, but you forget how your, ment- your mentality changes as, as well as your body changing because you go from a, I'm too tired to, I have to get this done. Now, when you adapt, when you adopt that mentality in your everyday life, looking for a job, I just have to get one. I have to, I have to get it done. I have to, I walked to almost every single interview I had to go to. I used to just Google, go on Google Maps, because I didn't have the money to travel, so I'd walk. Now, I walk to work with ease because it saves money. So your mentality is, I have to get it done because this is the reason why and nothing is more important than that reason why, then you get it done. Just like in the gym, you have to do it because this is the reason why and nothing's more important than this reason. So you go to the gym and you get it done, don't you? And the the whole, as long as I have oats, rice, eggs, then I'm fine. It's because they're not luxurious things. They're very, very simple things. And the simplest things that you have can get you through anything. Oats, eggs, and rice got me through the times when I thought I couldn't eat anything, but they got me through it. And it just reflects that the simplest things in your life can get you to wait, can get you anywhere. And don't forget about the, the, you know, don't forget about the little things, the small things, because it's those that make the big impacts. If I didn't have those three things to eat, I probably won't get anywhere because I won't have the energy to. But they helped. Carbs, oats, slow release, slow release of carbohydrates on top of that. Eggs are my source of protein. You understand? Rice, again, carbohydrates, more filling. Do you know what I mean? For me, it was like indulgence. I love rice, but I'm spoiling myself. Rice and eggs, for example. Do you know? Until I had money to do on top of things and to get more. And then universe sent me some awesome friends who would look out for me when times were really really hard even up till now but I trusted the process and I keep that mentality in my head all the time 
thing is you too will have your own process you guys probably have your way of dealing with your situations too that's helped you to get to where you get to like yourself things like you as long as you've got these things you're fine or as long as you're still doing these things you're fine you know hitting the gym mental health helps me all the time feel good hormones flooding my brain all the time best thing about it is nobody who didn't really know me or who I didn't share my situation with knew what I was going through because I didn't allow it to show on my face or in my lifestyle I was posting stuff on Instagram and you'd think I was living a life I remember the time when I was in a really really bad place like I wanted to end it all and I was confining somebody and she she categorically said to me oh my god I thought you were so put together based on what I could see because that's how well I hid my demons you know Um, but the process really helps me and I, I still do it till now no matter how bad things get I'm like I'm going to the gym I've got this this and this in the house I laugh I'm always like it's okay I've got oats in the house I've got this I've got that and you know I do have friends who are like you sure you don't want to help you and I'm like no I'm going to get paid at the end of the month it's fine and I don't have my kids this weekend so I'll be okay do you know they're not suffering my dog's got my dog's got her food no one's suffering don't worry about me I'll be fine because I've been fine for six years when I had it hard harder than what I've got now know but I just kept my head down and I trusted the process I trusted the universe to have my back I used to pray all the time to God I'll pray to the universe you know I will consult my cards my daily teachings you know because I trusted that at some point it's gonna get better you know and it has got better but I've got better as well and that's because I trusted the process and it saved my life because if it didn't save my life probably won't be here talking I'd have killed myself at some point I'd have just disappeared off the radar because you, it gets that dark it does get that dark um, gratitude played a really 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 big part be grateful for everything good bad ugly lucky coincidental and whatever whatever it is be thankful I remember the time when I met this person and then it was going so well and then she just said she couldn't do it anymore I I was so mad and hurt at the same time but I, I literally said to universe thank you for that happening I remember somebody who I met and one minute we were gelling and it was okay and then next minute boom and then she put, brought her boyfriend right in front of my face like me and her never had a thing. I said, thank you to the universe for it happening to me. I remember another time when there was this one person, you know, woman, she's into me. She's like, yeah, let's do this next time. She was like, no, you know, she felt like, you know, she, 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 she'd pull out and then she'd be in again. And then she'll pull out and then she'd be in again. I said, thank the universe every single time it happened. You know, it takes a lot. I remember when I, you know, <laughs> I remember when I didn't know the time when I, I got paid the rent. I just said thank you that I still thank you that the landlord hasn't caught me out yet. You know, um, I know things are going to get better. Thanks to the universe has my back. You know, like attracts like. Um, I deserve good things. Good things are supposed to happen to me, and I said it. And you know what? I feel like when you're on your ass, when you're on your ass, and you've got fuck all. When you say thank you for something, it means it actually is more powerful because it's like that thing they say, you know, when you're like, 
all I can do is laugh because if I if I don't laugh, I'll break down. So it's all that the emphasis and the and the meaning and the intention behind it is like when you've got nothing left, <laughs> you might as well just you might as well just express your feeling on everything. And um, I just remember being just gratitude as often as possible. I even got myself a gratitude rock. I you know I've said this to you guys so many times. Like I got myself a gratitude rock, and you know. I do it even till the other even to a few days ago I was feeling shit. I was feeling so shit. Like somebody I know is going away on holiday and I thought we'd speak often, you know, backs and forth. Got nothing. Nothing. Unless I've reached out to message, I got nothing. I felt shit. I felt lonely. I felt horrible. I felt like what well, am I not good enough to, to just reach out and say, hey, what's up? You know? But then before I went to bed, I just said, you know what, thank you to the universe. I just count your blessings one by one. There's a song in it we used to sing, I don't know, count your blessings one by one. Um I just said thank you. You know, just thanks, because they don't really, they probably, you know, the people that you expect things from that you're not getting it from, or the situations that you that you thought were going to be better and it's not, you know, it probably doesn't know, and the story you tell yourself is, is the opposite, but you know, on the flip side, I made a brand new, I made a brand new connection with somebody else, we, you know, we've been laughing and having a laugh and talking and learning so much things and just opening my eyes to new doors and new avenues. And, you know, I've made friends in other places. I've made connections in other places. You know, you just... You just got to be thankful and trust that at the end... No, not at the end. Along the way, what's meant for you will always be for you. And it will come when you least expect it. Now, uh, a friend of mine has gone to Toronto because they do that network marketing thing and she's done so well. She, she, she's in Canada right now and I'm in my new job right now. And I just thought to myself, I felt a bit shit at first thinking, oh man, I could have been in Canada if I just applied myself more. You know, maybe I didn't give it a fair shot. But the thing inside me that was saying to me, John, you know, this is not for you. You know, just let go. I was in my job today. I thought to myself, you know, if I was in Toronto, Canada, I wouldn't have been in this job that I'm in right now, which means I probably would have missed this opportunity. So if I went against what I thought, what, what I felt, I wouldn't have got where I am. Do you hear what I'm saying? So, trust the process. Trust the process. Um, whatever your system is, it's, it's been sent to you. It's a divine process that's been sent to you. However you're getting through what you're getting through, it's your divine process and your blueprint. You can share with other people like I'm sharing with you and it might work. Or you might tweak it in a specific way, but that's your divine process. And I say to you, trust it. Follow it through. It's not about how fast you run the race. You know this. Life is a marathon. Life is a is a home cooked meal, cooked with all the ingredients and the prep that you have to put in. It's not a microwave dinner. You can just bang in the microwave and it's done. And it's not a sprint. I know we're in a rush. We are in a rush. Uh, we feel that time is not on our side and all this business, but time is unbiased and time is is eternal. But your time and your process if you trust the process you'll probably get to where you want to get to a lot quicker than how you are now but if you if you go against it you know you only have yourself to blame the 
process saved my life. I'm here and I'm talking about it. Um, it may not have been in the way that you thought. I mean, I've not cheated. I've done some stuff in my time. I've tried to shortcut a lot of ways through at some point. I didn't cheat, but I tried to, you know, maybe, maybe shortcutting is cheating. I don't know, but, you know, every single time I tried to go outside the process, it brought me back in. <laughs> so I found myself exactly where I was. And the only things that radiated in my head is, keep your head down, do this. As long as you've got this, this, and this, you'll be fine. And when you believe that as long as you've got this, 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 I'll be fine. No matter what else you lose in your life, this, this, and this will always be available. Somehow, there'll be provision for this, this, and this. Whatever your this, this, and this is, there'll be provisions for it. And that's how you know. Anyway, like I always say, leave your life, live your life one step at a time, one rep at a time. Always be happy. Take it easy, guys. Peace. Thank you.